What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Steve. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So you've been coughing and hacking like barely get a word out, and then you hit the butt, the big red button, (laughs) Uh and suddenly radio voice Aaron comes out. I know, you like that? What's up, everybody? (laughs) What's up, everybody? (laughs) It's, It's years and years of broadcast work. Now... Uh, one of us is going to cough at some point tonight because... Do we want to go... Uh, do we want to just place a side bet on who the first one to cough is? <laughs> it's going to be me, 100%. It's going to be Steve. Yeah. Put 100 bucks on it. It's going to be one of us. Because, <laughs> as you can tell, last week there was no show because just not only a mixture of it being the holidays and... All had nothing to do with that because um, we were ready to record a show. We yeah. were all sick. We were all sick. You had some... I had you some. too had some black croup something well, i've not had any other symptoms other than congestion cough. and coughing yeah that's but what it's mine. been going for three weeks yeah. solid like bad cough for three weeks straight well I, even like a couple weeks ago i released an old show one with uh with a raw i oh, believe and yep. because i was sick then and it just like i i never got 100 percent better and then it just hit me like a wave last week and just yep. and then christmas was on sunday and that's when we know records and then just no time and then Everybody was sick, and now everybody's back. Yeah, not one hundred percent. I got but COVID early the week before Christmas, so yeah. I've had it for two weeks. I'm finally over it as of yesterday. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> and as we have yeah, a guest clap button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's it at? Where's it at? Oh nope, wrong one. <laughs> That's the womp womp. Yeah, I'm actually happy to be over COVID. I don't know what you're implying. And we have a special guest tonight. He was also shared in in the sickness tonight, although she will not be, you won't hear her voice, but Mo's here tonight. Down with the sickness, you know. She was down with the sickness as well. So her and I were on conference calls before um, she had this week off, and so she got to hear my lovely voice. So that that, that was the, uh, so we were both on vacation because I was off all week from the main wood shop job. And we were talking about like, go, maybe go to KC, go to Memphis, go to Ikea. Yeah, I know you had a lot like of plans. Um, we didn't do jack shit. Yeah. It was, uh, it was either new girl was on TV or I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And that was about it. Yeah. I wasn't, I'll be honest the week, the first five to six days of me having COVID, uh, I would get up and play my little phone game uh-huh. Just because I had to, like it becomes work, and then I <laughs> get, would get the brain going, <laughs> and then I yeah clear a little of the fog, a little of it, yeah. and then I'd go back to sleep. It was pretty rough. And I, so, see, I, and I still woke up at five every day, and just I I just can't break old habits, and that was it is what. Although they, I worked most of the time that I was uh, right. sick, so work from at home, obviously. That's that's the one downfall with my job. I can't work from home. If I work from home, I get I make a mess. There's a Wood chipping is everywhere. You make a mess no matter where you yeah, are. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you're but at. you don't care when you no. work at, in the, the, the shop. The, I, I was telling about the one good thing about us being sick on our vacation is that we saved a shit ton of money yeah. because we did not go anywhere. We didn't buy shit. All we did was buy fast food, and that was it. And even then, it was questionable. Like, like we went to Arby's. I absolutely love Arby's. Arby's for two people was twenty four dollars. Yeah, Arby's is, and it's, is and it, it just like wasn't. Ext- I mean, it was two meals. It's like holy shit, twenty four dollars yeah. for Arby's. It was. I have not got back on the scale since COVID, but I ate not a lot of food. Not <laughs> See, a lot that, of food, and that's the thing, like, but a lot of crap. Like, so yeah. it's, it could go either way. Yeah, either way. We we like. I didn't eat. I mainly ate like one meal a day. Like we'd eat, we'd eat it like 
three. And then there's like, well, you can't eat it. Our normal dinner time at four thirty. Well, you so, can. <laughs> you just, probably shouldn't. <laughs> What's our first cigar of the year on the show? <laughs> it is. Uh, it's one with a black label. Starting oh. off pretty nice. It's got you actually, red. You actually got it halfway right. It is. Is it now? Is this black label trading or is it Blackwork Studio? I guess that's always the uh, the question. I always forget. Um, it, I think this is black label. Okay, so black label trading. This is the Bishop's Blend twenty twenty two. Uh, let's see what the blend is. Wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano Maduro. Wrapper binder is Connecticut, Nicaraguan, and Pennsylvania broadleaf. And the filler is a blend of Nicaraguan. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of tobacco in here from all over the place. And it's the uh, the size we're doing is the six and a quarter by forty six. The Corona Largo. Corona Largo. So comes in three sizes: a, a Toro and a Robusto, or a, a Robusto and Long, uh, Robusto and a Lon, um, uh, Lancero. Lancero? Lancero. Lancero. <laughs> my brain wanted to it's say... It's like half of a Lonsdale and half it's a Lancero. It's Lonsdale. Lancero. Lonsdale Cero. My brain wanted to say Lonsdale, but I knew that wasn't right. And so I had to eject on that word and go to Lonsdale. <laughs> we, how about our New Year's resolution this year? Is that we're not like... We just don't pounce on each other when we flub on a word. No, nah, it's think no about fun. That. Just, let's think about that. <laughs> no, so we're going to do our top 20... Top 25. Top 10 next week along with our album. But this week, we're going to talk about the, the list that everybody kind of looks at. The Cigar Aficionado Top 25 list. This year has been very um, questionable controversial, divisive, a little bit of everything. Um, th- Which, for the record, is partially why they produce a top 25. And yeah, it, it gets, absolutely. It gets the clicks. It, it's going to sell the, the magazine uh, by far. Well, it sells the cigars. It sells the cigars, which, yeah, which is funny because the, the industry joke on our side is like, oh, this cigar that is now in the top five that we haven't been able to sell all year is now like the hottest thing on the fucking yeah. market. It's like, quit being told what is good. With that being said, we're going to tell y'all next week what actually is good. Um, so, <laughs> so listen to that. But uh, yeah, so the top the, 25. The is, one takeaway from this is Churchill's. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> There's a ton of Churchill's there, on this list. Yeah, like the Churchill like army got together and just said, mm-hmm. you know what we need? We need to sell more of these this year. So how do we do that? And that is how to do it. But uh, we have it pulled up on our phones. Because the magazine isn't out yet. I think it'll be, it usually comes out, what, late January? Yeah, it'll be, yeah, something <laughs> is, like that. It's when they do that, January, February, something like that. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, I guess, start at the bottom. Um, so 25, the Placencia Reserva Original Corona. Great cigar. Yeah, we sell this all the fucking time. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great cigar. I like Yeah, we it. were having a long conversation about the year of, in very, of various manufacturers and how, in general... They're just not great cigars. And I was not a fan of the Placencia Year of. Just wasn't. Oh, uh, the, the, the Year of Cigar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that they released last year. But this cigar and a lot of other Placencia cigars, I'm huge yeah. fans of. Mm-hmm. And this is a great choice to be in the top 25. Well, they, they've had a really strong comeback Man. the last couple of years. And I mean, they, it's I been mean, huge for it them. It has been I wildfire here. Like wild It's all fire. over the country. Yeah. Well, and I know they're the cigar that everybody's going to think about is the Sixto. Yeah. Um, because it, it is, it is a beautiful looking cigar. Uh-huh. It is a funky looking cigar. And, um, there was a lot of buzz Very about unique. it. Or, yeah. yeah. But, th- and, and those cigars are good, but so many other good cigars that they manufacture, yeah. 
they the last couple of years they've been uh, in Fuego. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I think I think that's a great choice. That Sorry. was the first real cough. <laughs> Sorry, that's the first word. Uh, the next one I've never I haven't had this cigar, but I I, I do enjoy this brand. Uh, I the, hate this brand. Really? Oh, hate it. <laughs> it. Tastes like soap to me. The soap. Soap. The whole brand. The whole brand. Really? Huh. That's a. That's interesting. Yeah, the La Gloria Cubana Classic Glorious. I like the brand. I've never had this cigar. This is a, a, another good one. They again have had uh, a bit of a resurgence. Um, the whole uh, General Forge split has brought back to the forefront some of the cigars mm-hmm. that I think got kind of lost, lost in, in the, the weeds. yeah, just because their portfolio is so big. Um, and they've been reblending some stuff. I know Matt Booth is supposed to be redoing a lot of that yeah. Central Ponza stuff this year. So looking forward to trying some of that stuff. But uh, they've been doing a good job with with reintroducing some of this stuff. And and I think this one was one of those that kind of got lost in the mix and um, has has made a comeback. I like some of the La Gloria stuff. Um, some of it's not necessarily up my alley. This one's not bad. Do they have, um, are I they the one that does the uh, is a is a Magnum R or Matt? Ma- Magnum, I think it's Magnum. It's like a, it's a Robusto, like a super dark uh, Maduro, like jet black. I've, I think it's the R. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, they have the Siri R and the Siri R S. Siri R, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. We sell those at the Conway store. They're they're pretty popular. Yep. Yeah, I just, just the, you know, uh, cigars for horses, um, you know, and this just isn't one of my horses. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase, cigar for horses. No, I just made it up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for recognizing that. Uh, The number 23 is a new one to the list. Uh, The Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Habano Corona Gorda R. That is the collaboration with Guy Fieri. Yeah. um, Smoked it. I've I've had both. I prefer the Maduro, but the Habano is is good as well. See, I go the other way. I think the Habano is a better cigar than the Maduro. Yeah, the Maduro is good, but Mm -hmm. I think the Habano is is more well-balanced. Um I just think it has a better flavor, which Espe- surprised me. I'm not normally a Habano guy, but I think yeah. that's a better cigar. And Espinosa, I mean, he was here at the shop four or five months ago. A uh, real cool guy, knowledgeable, knows his stuff well. If you like a strong, spicy cigar like I do, I mean, shit, this whole line. Just close your eyes, pick out a cigar, yeah. and you're gonna you're For gonna sure. you're gonna have that. You know, that's they, the surprising part. So he has so many good cigars. I don't think this is his best cigar. Yeah, I mean, you got the La Bamba, you got the yeah. uh, you got the Crema, um, you got. Uh, uh, six oh one blue, yeah, the green. yellow, yeah. I mean, there's you've got uh, the warhead. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he makes a ton of stuff. And for this one to be, you know, quote unquote, a gimmicky cigar or a collaboration with a famous figure, I don't, I don't know the last time one of those have ma- has made a list of a of high importance. You know, I mean, Guy Fieri, he's known for his restaurants and his food and shit like that. You know. When was the last time, like the the Ray Lewis cigar or whatever, or a, another famous person cigar? Like a lot of, I feel like those don't get a lot of, um, like importance in the industry when it comes to labeling and in rankings and stuff. But I mean, it it's solid, so I guess you can't fault him for that. Well, I mean, if you're gonna pick a guy that has a palate to pick something out like this, I yeah, mean, it's yeah, because, chef because, is a good start. Yeah, because like <laughs> guy helps blend. With he's, he's what are some of your favorite guy. cigars that Davidoff produces? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the, the the chef lines; those are always yeah. produced by world class right. chefs. You know, Thomas Keller did did the original one. I mean, that's my all time favorite chef. So it's, yeah, 
which I that is on my that is on my bucket list. I'd want to go to French Laundry and smoke a cigar over there. I know, so bad. I just want to, but I, I, so bad. Just my point would be, <laughs> I, I know, no, I, this collaboration. While he is famous for Triple D, hey, he's not an athlete. He, he's the hey, everybody. Yeah, I mean, he's Guy Fieri. I know, just but like, I mean, he's famous for Triple D. But the fact that he's um, has a weird thing. He doesn't like eggs. It's weird. It's weird to me. A chef, but he really like likes Mexican pizza. <laughs> Shit, man. Taco pizza, that what it was? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I lost a lot of respect for Guy that day. I will say that. <coughs> but chefs are natural collaborators. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Taste yeah. stuff. So. Uh, now, number 22, which I feel like is a divisive yes across the board for a lot of people. Uh, the Tetuaje Capa Especial. You think a lot of people Wait, object to on, this one? finish it. Oh, God. Say the last oh, part. Uh, Cojita. Cohete? Cohete? <laughs> so a lot of people object that mean, to that one? Isn't that, is that corn? Isn't that a corn dish? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a lote. <laughs> so close. Corn casserole. Thank you for um, calling me out. Uh, so uh, a lot of people object to that one? No, no, I'm no, saying like... saying a lot of people would agree. Would agree. Like us, yeah, us three across the board. Up. Like this yeah, is... Yeah, like, no, sure. that's fine. This Absolutely. Is, this is a banger the whole way through. Phenomenal. I'm not if sure it, it's the tatuai I'd pick, but I'm not... Sure, I would object to being this being the tatuaje that's picked. I, I don't know that. Well, that whole Kappa Special line, I think, is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Me too. It's, I mean, it's hard to argue. T one tens would be it, it, up for there for it's considering. Velvety goodness, just nope. Yeah. It's a great choice. It's no, I, I just wouldn't object yeah. to that. The one. seventh Kappa Special, the size and yeah. the flavor, I think, yeah. is one of my absolute what, favorite cigars. What, just, I mean, think about the other cigars within Tatuaje for just a second that you you know you could pick, but. There's a lot of cigars within yeah. their industry. Absolutely. Somebody asked me today about Master Blenders, and uh, would you consider Pete Johnson a Master Blender? And I, my answer is he probably needs more work to get that done, but you think about the number of bangers that he's produced over the last five years, you know, he's got to, he's got to eventually be considered in the so, Blender Hall of Fame. Yeah, I Ooh. think... Ooh, that's a good show right there. Being titled a master blender, I think, is different, right? So... Kellner, for sure. People mm. that blend cigars like that, right? Hinky... Herrera. They're they're different, right? They, they go and they pick tobacco and they decide what they want in the blend and then they kind of tweak it and make the blend. The guys that are titled master blenders at the factory, they are able to take the tobacco and say this is not ready yet or this is ready or we need to do this to it. So they're right. different, right? They're, but master has more of a blender hall of fame. Like somebody yeah, blender hall of fame. Definitely. So maybe the term is wrong, but somebody yeah. who is their body of work of blending cigars put marks them as the greatest yeah. blenders of all time. If you ask Pete, he would say no. Yeah. And I but think if the you answer ask is Jaime, not, he would say no. The, the it would be an interesting question to I think himself, that, right? I think Jaime would say no to his own, but he's one of the best in the industry, right? Well, I think about who he's learned from, probably the best in the industry, right? No, I think it would be an interesting question. Somebody asked me recently, and I started. I mean, would you consider AJ? Would you consider? I mean, who would you consider? I mean, yeah, obviously the guy who blends for Davidoff, but so you're the tiger to me is. is and the Inyeo, those two cigars, probably the most perfectly blended cigars in my, mm-hmm. to my palate. And 
And I think I know who blended them, but I don't actually know. So the question is, my first answer to the question was, whoever blended those two cigars, yeah, just on that work alone, they're the best. The Mount, the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> right. But I, I think it's Carlito and the guy who blends in, in, in Henrik um, yeah. uh, Kellner, who blends for Davidoff. But I don't know. Do they, do they blend yeah. those two? I think so. So I think the, Hinky, the problem with it, Hinky was a master blender at one time. But like actual titled master blender for yeah. Davidoff at one time, I think. Um, but it would be, it would be an interesting show. We should probably just sure. yeah. and we should do uh, yeah. Um, and so uh, so, uh, but Pete, when you think about the number of cigars that he has blended with others, collaborating, working with him, man, some of my yeah. cap five. I mean, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of blending, the last show we did with. With Kevin, we talked about the uh, craft series, but it's not actually the craft series that we're doing. It's the create. So I want to retract that and actually get the correct name out there. It's the no, create. It's, the, it's the craft series. So. You said it. So it's, <laughs> I once I was done editing that, I was like, God, I called that name wrong the whole fucking show. Whole show. It's create, <laughs> not. Craft. I had no idea what you're talking about, yeah. and so I still don't. Well, that's been bo- that's that's what's been bothering me. So, anyways. So I we don't know, know the Allegra. Yeah, so number 21, the Allegra Robusto. The only thing I know of Allegra is that it helps with your uh, sinuses and uh, <laughs> and uh, aller- allergies. Like, not the same thing. <laughs> so I don't, so and as I click on, because I've got the website up. So uh, it has a, the only thing that the, the looks anything like I've seen before, it has a peace symbol. And the only thing I've ever seen a peace symbol on before is the one-off brand has been the one-off. So I don't know if this is an offshoot it's a of that. spin-off of the one-off brand, yeah, is. which is, is the it? time okay. was owned <laughs> by a retailer. Uh, at one time was owned a retailer. And it, so it's obviously yeah. one-off related. Yep. Okay. Well, that's peace symbol uh, references uh, the retailer. Yeah. Never had it before. So look, I guess I'll try to, I find will that not one criticize this one. Cause this, <clears> for <throat> all I yeah. know, should have been number one. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, number twenty, I I love this one. I believe. Yeah, I don't have a problem with this one. Uh, Casa Magna Colorado Robusto, but specifically the one that we had a couple years ago, which I know Josh really loved, but it was the one that was like squished, like football shape. Yeah. Oh man, that thing was amazing. Right, so, I love footballs. Uh, <laughs> um, Casa Magna, you and you guys may remember this, but when we first started doing ordering in Springfield. Um, this was the number one, one of the Casamagos was the number one CA, CA cigar. And we had to special order it through a wholesaler. Um, it was really hard to get even through a wholesaler at that point. Um, and, uh, and they flew off the shelf because of, it was my first experience with the CA effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because is, is we'll get to the number one, uh, which will not, uh, will, which we will not experience that. Mm-hmm. That cigar will not experience the number one effect, which is true a lot of years. But if there's a, a number one or a number two or a number three cigar that is uh, purchasable in the United States, yeah. um, uh, we will, um, uh, you'll experience there'll be a run on them, right? There'll be people coming in and asking if you don't have them. Um, it's the E.P. Carrillo effect. Uh, now is probably a better way of term terming mm-hmm. it, and so um, this was that, and that cigar, which was also the Colorado, it was a different size. Um, uh, uh, no, it was the Maduro, and it 
I mean, it was delicious. This cigar is delicious. Oh yeah, I love Quesada. I, uh, like that's who produced this one. Uh-huh. Like the the uh, Casa Magna is really well done. Yeah, they are an underperforming brand for how good their cigars Absolutely. are. Absolutely. They're just really, really good. Well, you don't see many of them anymore. No. You don't see them Which out. Which is odd. They, they just but haven't you, had the notoriety that they used to. Well, and they they had a little more notoriety then, but a lot of shops don't carry them. Well, and that's part of the, um, as Aaron has called it, the kiss of death with getting a, a number one cigar and cigar aficionado is the demand becomes so high that a lot of people start pushing them a little faster. Yeah. Quality and, goes and down. So the quality and, drops a little, and and then they fall off, right? Yep, yep. It's a hard thing not to do, or you fall into the the LFD pitfall right now, where they can't keep up with the demand. Yeah. any demand, let alone on their Andalusian bull. I mean, well, now they're busy producing stuff for their NFT ones. So <sighs> you are so bitter about that. It's yep. very few cigar. That is, I know, I'm that just is not even a day's bitter. worth of production some, for them. Some things mm-hmm. just. Just it's not hang, even a day. He hangs on to I do. He hangs on Something to Something just bothers me. He has a black, black heart. <clears throat> so here's a cigar that Steve used to pedal. Uh, the, oh, yeah. The San Cristobal Classico. One of my favorite on the San Cristobal line. That's a good um, And we are saying that correctly. Yeah, San Cristobal is how you say that. I know, but yeah, a lot of people... A lot of San people Cristobal would, is a great cigar. <laughs> but which is weird. So like like Cristobal is a... Cezanne. Is the coach of Miami Hurricanes. Like, that's... Mario Cristobal? Yeah, Mario Cristobal, but it's spelled the same way, but it's on this one, it's San Cristobal. So that's why, it, that's why if people do mispronounce it incorrectly, it's <laughs> like you hear it one way, but it's said another way. It's a really good cigar. Uh, this um, uh, this whole line is good. Yeah. This is a good version of that. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. I, this being nice in the top 25. Size, yeah. Arguably one of the most prettiest bands out there. <laughs> said that wrong. Um, it is a very attractive band. Yeah. It is um, yeah. very. This is, this Let me get this beauteous. tattooed on my back. Just this, get the parrot that, tattooed. So that's the thing. Maybe that, my chest. That's it. Remember when I said that? Like I would do. I would if if they would give me a lifetime supply of cigars. I would do that as a as a chest piece tattoo because it is so bad. Piece tattoo. Ooh, a cod piece. Have the beak. It is a parrot. Oh my gosh! Move on. Uh, the the next one is a what I call a golf course cigar. Uh, the Brickhouse Churchill. I think. This is <coughs> one of the great value cigars in the industry. I love this cigar. Mm-hmm. I think it, along with a couple others within the J.C. Newman line, I think one of the things that that brand, uh, I think this is a good choice, but I think it's just a lot of value for the cigar. Probably the most inexpensive cigar on the list, if I had to guess it. So. Or the next one. They have it as seven. <laughs> <laughs> they they have it as seven sixty, and I think for us it's about. It's less than eight bucks here. Yeah, no, this is such a great one of the things. It's a sturdy cigar, which is another reason, which makes one of the reasons this is Mm -hmm. one of the great golf course cigars. Mm -hmm. It also holds up uh, in bag humidification, so it it, it's just and it's great cigar, and it's always excellent. It's always ranked real high in the in the in the low to mid nineties year and yeah. year out. Holds it, it, you know, and it shows up on the CA and it shows up on the list. Yeah, so and and it's. And to me, we've talked about it before, like this is one of those cigars where people pass over because of the price, yeah. because it, it, they, they, it they equate small, small price with cheap. And it, it's not, this is, a, this, no, is a, this is this a solid is a cigar. The, right. the, the double Magnum, if you want a Gordo and a Maduro is, is excellent. I mean, it's a, it's in the Fuente 
family. There's a lot of reason for pricing. We were discussing this last night as well on the Herf. Um, there's a lot. Some $50 cigars are $50 because the tobacco is extremely rare. It's hard to find. It's complicated to um, to roll, whatever. There's limited what if they've aged it for an extremely long period of time. Sometimes it's just they want to be in that price range. Yep, yeah. And um, and so price is one of the, th- the reasons you should never judge us. You should never judge a cigar on price, and especially if you like a cigar like this, which I do. Um, you should uh, you should smoke something you like, and this cigar is one you should smoke. And to the other opposite end of price is the Cohiba 55 Anniversario Edition Limitada 2021. Uh, when you pick it, it has no price whatsoever, so it probably means it's <laughs> fucking expensive. Well, it means you can't buy it in the United States. You can't be buying it in the Cuban. U.S. So well, Steve, even, well, even in pounds, it says zero pounds. Zero pounds. So Well, I'll take five. So <laughs> I don't know how much this would even... Would even I don't run. either. It's not a behica or no. behica. Well, it's not something you can just run out and buy. No, it's not Probably available. Probably even in, in Europe. No, even in Europe, that Super that one is edition. not going to be available. Yeah, in most places. So, Aaron and I had a tussle two weeks ago on the podcast mm-hmm. about the illegality of owning and purchasing Cuban cigars, and I and I yeah. fessed up to it yeah. on the show because I was I was wrong. That is something I learned on the show. It's not legal to own or or purchase to even bring back any in, Cuban cigars in the U S um, they changed it for a little while. Um, before Trump was in office, when it was with Obama, they were trying to repair that relationship with Cuba. Um, and they started opening up travel and right. uh, they never opened trade with Cuba, which is why you'll never see them um, like in a retail shop. So did you listen to the show? No, no, I've been sick. I so, haven't listened to anything. So, so I actually read from Holt's website breaking down of how you can't even like purchase like I purchased from I Havana, like right legal, can't do it. Can't. Yeah, I mean it's it's the same thing. It's yeah. still under the trade. Like laws. you can't even like bring it in if you, even if you travel. There used to be an exception now, if you yeah. go edge as an edu- get an educator visa to go to Cuba for an educator reason. You can purchase some cigars. And there's a limited amount you can bring back under an Correct. educator, one or two specific kinds of visas, yeah. but it's like educator and trade envoy or something. Yeah, in like and missionary work. Right, maybe um, it's there's, a, there's a couple of there's ways a couple to do it. Do it, but what the normal people will not have. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, you could, you can get there. Well, it's not that hard to get to Cuba. No, you, but I'm saying bringing back. Like, but you have to have specific no, kinds can, of visa. Um, if you go to Cuba, you can bring back a certain amount. Right. That you have to do but it Aaron under, yeah, under his. Because his, Aaron was correct. under the impression that they had loosened the laws. Yeah, they were talking about loosening the laws. They did for a little while. And, and then, then they, the Trump administration reinstated yeah, all of it. Right. So, but I also haven't bought off high Havana in a couple of years. So the last I knew, which I, which hmm. they do theirs kind of weird anyways, or they do it as gift Instead of purchase, so there's like yeah, legality. There's, yeah, exactly. So shades of gray. Ship it through Europe or Cuba. So there's ship it out out of uh, Switzerland. I'm sorry, not Cuba. Uh, yeah, Europe or Canada. So this um, is there's ways to do it. This is the first of several. Mm-hmm. The one of the things that a list has to decide. So one of the things on our list that my list at least I don't put Cuban cigars. I don't right. either. So um, 
CA has for years, and a lot of the lists, like European Cigar Journal, will do this. The problem I have with this, I'm just going to state it, is this is not a cigar that apparently Europeans and Canadians can get. Um, and it's also, pro- it's not a cigar that I'm not even legally allowed to smoke. Right. So the problem is there's going to be eight of these cigars on here that are instantly on their top 25 that I'm not allowed to smoke. And so it's yeah. one of the problems I always have with the CA list. I know that's not the problem that a lot of people have with this list. And I know what the problem is and we'll talk right. about it when we get closer to some of those cigars. But this is one of the, one of the black this is the problem. This is one of the problems that I always have. And the question is why do they, when CA is primarily an American uh, publication, there's certainly some European readership of this, but it, it, it is um, that a large portion of your readership cannot, legally owned now having said that i know that a lot of the especially the high-end readers of this magazine don't worry about any of that right so i guess that's why well and speaking of the very next one number 16 is another cuban it's a romeo julieta liena de oro noblesse Uh, this one actually does have a price and it's uh 42 pounds uh so it's about uh, about 49 dollars us that's not bad so, I mean, that's. <laughs> I have anything to say about that? It's another Cuban. Uh, number fifteen is one that I've had, and, uh, and I, it took me a few times to smoke this one to actually enjoy it. Uh, but it's the La Polina Goldie, uh, the Legato, Legato, number two, Domo Arigato, <laughs> Mister Roboto. So pretty much, it's this. It's just the. It's the Lancero. Uh, that's what it is. It's that. It's the big one. Uh, well, I guess it's not really Lancero, but it's the six by 30, more like a Lonsdale and it's the expensive one. We've got them in, I believe, uh, in our Box. monthly packs, it's $23. It's a, it's a higher end of the, of the, uh, La Polina line. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a good cigar. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure it would be on my top 25 list. Nah, even I, if you kick all the Cubans off, I'm just not huge into the La Polina stuff. Neither. Um, I think there's a lot of hype around some of them that is unearned. Um, you know, but, they make good cigars, right? Yeah. Um, I don't I'm have just a problem with it being on their list. Yeah. It's not on my list. No. I don't. I just don't think it's worth, you know, 20 plus dollars. I agree with that. I, it's a good cigar, right? It's solid. But it has to be a really good cigar for me to say, yeah, that's worth spending 20 or $30 on. Yeah, I agree. So so number 14 is the one I was talking about earlier uh, that yeah. I had today for the first time. The New World Dorado Robusto. Um Love the cigar. It was great. Yeah, this is the cigar I smoked today, and this is a good cigar. Yeah, Very good. Really good. I don't have a problem. The New World um, AJ stuff, mm-hmm. um, I, I've liked a lot of those cigars. So I've only smoked one of them, and it was today. So, Well, when he really started hitting it bigger on the retail side of things, he was making some really good stuff, and then he went through a period where he was making so many cigars for other people. For other people, yeah. Kind that, of forgetting his uh, stuff. Yeah, his, his Coraline stuff kind of dropped off a little bit, and, and he just wasn't producing many new cigars for his own line. When you reintroduce this, I mean, it that's phenomenal. Yeah. And that thing is really good. Oh, so good. It, it I'm glad I smoked it today because, I, yeah. I mean, the, the running joke for me is I don't smoke the shit that I get through our yeah. monthly box and stuff, and I... I grab it's this not one a just, joke. It's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And I smoked two of them today. 
So, and this one was amazing. Loved yeah. it. Um, and the price on that one, 11 bucks. So, yeah. Uh, you might cut this out if you want. It's up to you. But there is some talk that he is um, considering selling. New World. Um, the whole the whole lot. The whole thing. Possibly keeping the production side of things or, or being, depending on who he sells it to, being involved in the production and, and then mm. taking the, yeah. the cigars kind of under their portfolio. So Interesting. You might cut that out. You might keep it, whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I'll keep it in there. Let's need a little tidbit. Uh, number 13, Hoya de Nicaragua, Antonio, 1970, Churchill. Antonio. Uh, Antonio. Uh, here starts the other run of Churchill's on the list. Yeah. Um, please. This is a good cigar, though. Um, this is a good cigar. I like this cigar. Yeah. Um, it is a production run, core line, Hoya. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Hoya. So I'm not going to have any problem with this. Me neither. Um, I'm surprised to see it on a top 25 list because it's just a core line cigar, but not not unhappy to see it. Yeah. Well, I think Hoya gets gets uh, kind of overlooked, kind of like some of these others as well. I think it's not – I mean, partially price point. A lot of their stuff is priced really well. I agree. Um, but I think it's in that sweet spot of a cigar that anybody can smoke and enjoy and yep. not worry about spending you know 10 or 11 dollars so when i was buying a lot of stuff to fill up my marine cooler this was a regular repeat from cigar bid and and where you could get it at a really good price yeah absolutely. buy a couple bundles of it just put it or or and just put our boxes of it just put it in the in, in there and you just like just a nice backyard cigar. This is more of my version of a golf course cigar because I like something with a little more strength to it. And this does. This does. It, it has some kick. To me, like, I, I, it's okay for me. Uh, Hoya always tastes a little burnt on the palate-wise, just flavor, just mm-hmm. flavoring for me. It's interesting. So I've not been the biggest Hoya fan, but, like, the Uno, I love the Uno, but that's, like, it's what's, and what's weird is because I'm not a big Connecticut fan, but, like, that one is, it's an amazing Connecticut. And... Like, That's a more limited release version, though. It's not like yeah. you have to be part of the Casa de, Amig- Casa de Amigos to get that one. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but for me, like the the, the baseline core line like this is yeah. it, the it just has a has a flavor profile that I just don't find fitting for for me. But Man, like I you do said, not agree at all. People love it. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's a great cigar. Uh, number twelve, uh, uh, a brand that uh, has uh, <coughs> you know, done damage. <coughs> Sorry, a brand that has done damage to my soul. Uh, yeah, LFD uh, Oro Chisel. Yeah, this is a, it's a good, so many LFDs to choose that are Absolutely. in production this year. Um, this is not a bad choice at all. Don't have a problem with this one. I uh, like this better than the Andalusian Bull. I do as well. Yeah. I'm surprised that the Bull isn't this choice. Yeah, um, because of the uh, unnatural Bull love. Call out yeah. to Greg. <laughs> Padre, um, a bunch of other people we know, a bunch of other people we know who love the, but, um, and the bull's a good cigar. Um, a really good cigar. This is a really good cigar. LT yeah. makes good cigars. Absolutely. Um, and so you could, you could go, um, you go to the Lito Gomez stuff. You got so much stuff that they manufacture. This is another example. Cab five. Of the, Cab five. You have the, the double Ahero line. That's you, just regular production. Just stuff. regular production I mean, stuff. But this is a good cigar. I don't have any problem with this cigar. Being 12, yeah, totally logical pick. You need an LFD on your top 25 list if yeah. you're going to be CA. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's, you know, when I'm building my top 10, 
LFD is always in serious consideration. I'm more of a boutique guy. They clearly, clearly are not boutique people. <laughs> this will be, this will be in a couple three. I'm going to go on my next big rant, and so, um, and so this will, you know, this this is a good choice. Yep. A former number one comes in at number 11. Different size, but yeah. Different size. Uh, the EP Carrillo Pledge. The a- annual honorary EP Carrillo <laughs> pick. They, uh, the one thing CAA and I agree on is that EP Carrillo makes great cigars. So I guess the newest one, the one that comes in the green, just came out a little bit too late for them because that was the running joke. Is like, oh, we already know which one's going to be number one. Uh, so it's going to be number one next year. Uh, when, so when the thing that out. we agree on, CA and I agree on, is EP's great. Yeah. I've told the story about walking into the cigar shop uh, in St. Louis, and they they had, like, all of their EP stuff 50% off, and I said, can I buy all of it? And they said, please do. <laughs> please package it all up. Because I, I like EP stuff. And here's where the list starts getting weird. I would say the top 10 is probably where it got the – the weirdest there's between no I don't I don't think the majority of it is weird I think there's just a couple of really weird picks it, right in the middle <laughs> um, so number ten starts off with the uh, the Fuente rare pink vintage 1960 series the sophisticated hooker so I'm not um, so yeah I've not smoked this cigar uh, so I was good to, it was I was glad to know that even after two weeks ago when uh, Kevin dropped that bombshell that he never got the cigars I sent him three weeks prior they actually showed up the very next day nice uh, so nice. that was I was happy to I was happy to know that um, I have a few of these I haven't smoked it surprise surprise um, so I smoked a couple of the rare pinks so this is supposed to become a regular once a year release just like uh, some of the opus stuff and the yep. añejos. Um so you will start to see this more often. It's not a one-off anymore. Right. Um, which it's I a, think is a good thing. It's a charity cigar for uh, breast cancer research, Correct. which is awesome. Support the cause totally. The name's a little odd, though. <laughs> Sophisticated <laughs> hooker. Um, All and they, the rare pinks have an odd name like that. They though. do, yeah. 100%. And so I haven't smoked this. I'm not going to judge this. I know a bunch of people who have, and they liked it. Yeah. So I'm not going to judge this one. It's a good cigar. I, it, you know, it's not an añejo to me, but um, very few are. <laughs> but I'm a big Fuente guy. I'm a big Fuente this guy. A good, it's a good Fuente. But, um, and if it's a good Fuente, then I'm cool with that. I tend to stay away from the Opus X, but I don't think these are Opus X. They're not. No. So I'm interested in trying these. The problem is they're so rare at this point, and the price points have been really high. Well, here's because the, of that the, rarity. The, the price point in shop, if you're a good retailer that goes MSRP, um, they range from like twelve fifty to maybe right at nineteen. This one's about seventeen and a half. Um, but it's the secondary market is when it starts getting fucking yeah. nuts. But they 40, they flew bucks. out of here. Yeah, they in, in a, in got one second. box of this right. size. So yeah. it you know. So yeah. So um, and and and. Uh, I'm a Don Carlos guy and uh, and uh, and Yeho guy, and so I tend to to react slowly outside of those two markets or those two pillars of the three three legged now four legged stool. So I'm interested to try these next year. Yeah, uh, yep. and I'm gonna go out of my way to make sure that I let Doug, Doug know I want a couple. So that yep. I can, um, 
The next one, another, the, another Churchill, um, right? The Romeo, Romeo Julieta Reserva Real. This is a standard production the, in Nic- the Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah, so very this, different cigar. I've not had this one then. So uh, we've we had these. Yeah, we had them. Um, I I do not smoke the the Romeo reserves. So the normal reserve that, Real is, is very mild. It's a bullshit. it's a very very good cigar for people that like mild smooth right. cigars. This is a very different cigar from that. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I picked this up and smoked it, I had to look at the label like four times and to say, see what this you're is smoking? a Reserva Real? Yeah. Because it does not taste like a Reserva so Real. So is it, how is it different? It's a, it's, it's, it's completely a very opposite. more complex yeah. cigar. It's got some spice to it. it I mean, it's a very, okay. very great blend. Okay. I was really surprised at this one. I did not have high hopes coming into this one. Very okay. surprised. Pleasantly. This cigar was instantly triggered to me to my main criticism of this entire list. I don't, so I'll have to smoke this one if you tell me this is a good cigar. It is. Okay. You, you, ha- you have to forget that you're not smoking the Dominican, the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the this, Dominican. The base yeah. version of this cigar is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you tell me this cigar a, is put okay. Put a stamp on it, man. No, I mean, because my main problem with this list is we scroll up. <coughs> tell us how you really feel. <clears throat> yeah. And I can wait. Don't, don't hold back. Is that a lot of this list is is general and altatus and mainstream cigars. There's no originality on this list, and it's because it's primarily from their advertisers. Yeah, I would agree. Well, <clears throat> well, so and he, Cubans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of one, you'll always see on a top ten on their list is the Padron 64 anniversary series, the Principe size. I don't think I've ever seen the Principe size on here before. That's the smallest one. Yeah, it's the little guy. Four and a half by 46. Usually you have the Exclusivo, something like that. I mean. But having said that, that's my favorite size. Oh, yeah. That in the Maduro is just ba- it's a bad absolutely. bread it's and butter. A, yeah. Beautiful. It's a great scar. Yeah. So I'm not going to criticize that. Absolutely. But Padron's a heavy advertiser. For sure. General's a heavy advertiser. Fuente's a heavy a- advertiser on their site. Now, I think Two of those three cigars are worthy of being on a top twenty-five list. I don't know the middle one. I I read it. I forgot the Nicaragua on there. So, um, uh, I think a lot of the cigars you see on here are heavy advertisers in the magazine, and so I think it invalidates the list to some degree because to me, when everybody gets bent out of shape for the one of the two reasons. Yeah. I think they're they they put Cubans on there to appear more hip than than a lot of times their list is. So one of the ways to fix that is to put Cubans that none of us can have, especially like the one that was the you know the rare rare one that nobody can have. Doesn't have a price. Right. Doesn't have a price. Or to put to to cover this. Right. So when I say now, having said that, they picked a cigar that I really liked. Right. For so Padrones was not where I was going to make my stand. I'd be happy to make it on number six <laughs> or number two. <laughs> we can make the stand um, on those maybe better spots. But yeah. the the big problem with their list, and I'm just going to be frank, is that it's made up of their heavy advertisers and their business, and they're allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah. But to me, it's why if you seen the the CA top 25 and the answer is well that's why you no. have you have to take it with a grain of salt because it's like eh, yeah, no, you whatever have to take it with a grain of salt but number 7 is another another former number 1 mm-hmm. um the my father Le Bijou 1922 Churchill again different size than what was number 1 number, yeah. the number 1 was, was it the cigar. pyramid 
the um, yeah the what do they call it the torpedo torpedo yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah this does one, it bother you there's a lot of repeat of brands that have been number one that there's not a lot of fresh takes on theirs there's not a lot of new cigars that haven't been on their top 25 because it and says a guy who's going to pick his top two cigars that are probably the same top two that he picked last year um, or is considering it? I don't, it doesn't bother me because there's a reason those cigars sell so well. It's because they are good. But it is, and what is their criteria? That they sell well or the best tasting or they're the best cigars that we... So what they not, say is they do a blind taste yeah. test. They take all the cigars, they do a blind taste test, they give them a rating and then they combine the ratings and that's what they compile the list from, supposedly. Now how that you know, the top 50 that they try for that, how that is picked, that we don't know. And how many of, the, of those they smoke? And, and well, it's, think So of that's, like, I think, where the advertising comes in. And again, I don't know this for sure because they would never say this, but I think somebody sure. says, okay, these are the ones we're going to give, you know, the five or six for, people that, yeah, or 10 people that get to smoke these. Here's the 10,000 cigars we're going to rate. Well, no, I think that's they pick 100. like a 50... Yeah. They pick 50 of them and say, here, pick the top 25 out of these. Yeah. Well, you got to think so like that's that. that's where I think the advertising comes in is because somebody is taking that list and saying, okay, we've got to put an Oliva in. we got to put a Padron in. we got to put a My Father. we got to put a Ashton. we got to, you know, so on and so forth. So like three years ago, um, Billy and Gus made the list with the Viva La Vida Jester, which, I mean, they their first cigar out the gate, a different size, of course, but like there were a just it was a it was a small brand i mean it was blended by aj at the time or it still is but blended by aj but like they broke into i believe it was like the top 15 or maybe it was number 15 or 13 something like something like that but a couple years ago but like that is like that one gave me hope like oh, okay we're going to see some of the new guys in the industry come up but like this year was where it gets a little laughable because like you said, it's been a lot of general, you know, um, and just the, the mainstays in the industry, like, Oh, they're back in here again. It's like, Hey, it gets a little boring almost. Yeah. But if you think about it from a retailer standpoint, that's not a bad thing. Uh, no, but it's just again you don't want the kiss of death. Even if you make, even if you break top ten in your small company, that could still be yeah, like, absolutely. It's great but disastrous at the same time. Yeah, um, but it's just you know, that's why you kind of have to like look at these lists. Like, eh, again, I, I agree with Mark. I think it's whoever pays the fucking most gets it, and we'll get to that here shortly. Um, but number I, six, I don't agree. Number six, the Alec Bradley Black Market Churchill. Um, we couldn't fucking sell these things. Enough. That's not true. I mean, they sat. We Alec Bradley does this not size did not do well. Alec, Alec Bradley does not sell the best in our shop. But then, like, it's when the lists like this come out, like, oh, I gotta have this. Like, we've had we've had these for so long. So there are Alec Bradley cigars that I like a lot. The the Black Market's not my personal favorite. Um, I think Alec Bradley makes good cigars, so I I do want to be clear on that. Um, <clears throat> this is just not one of my favorites. See. Uh, so this size, I'm not a huge fan of, but I don't like a lot of Churchills. However, the black market is a staple in this store because we sell so many of them. I, this just isn't my favorite of theirs. My yeah, personal I, preference. I think they have other cigars that are better. Now, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree I, I, with you. I will you. say, Alec and Bradley, they're number 
two cigar that they blended the uh, uh what was it the gatekeeper yeah like, that that's made, great that made top yeah. five or so last year and that one's or two years ago that one's amazing I fucking sure. love that one and even the artwork I mean hell even if, if you're just buying something off the artwork alone fucking Medusa's head dripping gold yeah like, that thing's awesome you can't get sexier but, than that so my point is like. I probably wouldn't have put this at six. I don't think it deserves that high of a rating. But again, it's a blind taste test. So like you, if you, we sat here and took you know these ten cigars and said here rate these blindly, this cigar would would be on that list. Do you, I mean, it's a very good consistent cigar. If you do it blind, or if you do it by just looking the numbers, like would you would you be fine of having it on the list? I, I'll say I'll I would be fine having that on the list at twenty two and replacing twenty two with six. The Tatawai Capa Special. Yeah, I, I wouldn't argue that. I think that's a good point. I think that's the thing maybe that yeah, I'm, it's high, I'm, I'm getting stuck sure. on. It is really high on it's the high. list. Yeah. Like almost breaking into top five. And then top five is one where, again, line in the sand, people either love or hate. They'll leave us a uh, Siri V Churchill extra. Uh, like Mark, he just loves the... the <laughs> I. So you don't like this one? Uh, I, it's okay. Um, See, I I don't think there's a line in the sand. I think everybody would say yes. The Oliva Serie V in any size, no, well, I'm saying, deserves I'm saying to be like, on the top ten, like the Milano. People love. The I don't Milano. like the Milano. Yeah, but yeah. the Oliva Serie V Churchill Extra. I love that cigar. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And it's my problem is this cigar has been out for 10, 12 years. Does it still taste and hold up? I'm um, I don't smoke a ton of them, but when I smoke that, I don't smoke to Churchill. I tend yeah. to smoke some and, of the other sizes. And we do sell but a fuck ton of these. These cigars. are. This is my answer when people say you don't. You're dogging out Oliva, and my answer is you should smoke the V. It's a great cigar. Absolutely, it's a great cigar. I don't have a problem with this. It's five for a cigar that's been around twenty, you know, a long time. It is my problem with that, but. To be honest with you, I'm not going to dog that cigar out being five. Yeah. Because it, it's a really, really good cigar. Um, and <clears throat> this is this is why when people criticize cigar brands because of some cigars they have, like the O and the G are not my preference. Yeah. They are what they are. Um, uh, and I say, because I will criticize the leave of whatever. I love the V and I love the ALR. Those are great cigars. I'm not criticizing. So when you understand there are cigars in a line that I don't like, that's fine. Yeah. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. But Oliva produces two cigars that I really like, and this is one of them. This is not my size that I like, yeah. but bought boxes of these in the past of the Churchills yeah. because the V is a banger. Like I would choose this over the Milano, Milano is a non-banger for me, but I understand other I, people. I don't. Like. Ha- I don't hate the Milano as much as you do. I, I love. The I, I prefer this series over the Milano. The Milano is the gets the same rep for me, like the Hoya does. It's just the flavor is just a little uh, like too burnt nuttiness for me. I, there's just something about like that flavor profile that I just don't prefer. Yeah. For me, this is similar to the Alec Bradley. I think it's a very solid, consistent cigar that I would smoke at any point. If somebody handed me either of those cigars, I'd be happy that they gave me one. If I was but playing, putting them in number six and number five on the list, probably not high. the way I would yeah. have done it. But if you want a bougie golf cart, golf yeah. course cigar, because yeah. this is a rugged cigar, yeah, rugged ass cigar. Yeah. This is a bougie golf it, course it's cigar. Pu- it's pushing the limit on price for, for golf cart cigar, but it is a Churchill at 13 bucks. So, which reminds me of what's on the bottom that's... of my page, which is the herf. So we need to talk about the, the little rock herf where okay. we should incorporate golf. Okay. 
Um, okay. The number four, another Cuban, uh, the Hoya de Monterey. This is, this is some pretty ass fucking band right here. It, yeah, it's pretty. I've never smoked it. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Nope. $25 but, a pound. Or so this pounds. is, this is my advice on Cuban cigars. If you're going to illegally purchase cigars and, um, Cuban cigars and smoke them, which is illegal. So I'm just pointing out it's illegal. <laughs> Giving legal advice, unless, unless don't you're smoke a missionary, them. evidently, which I'm <laughs> sure the hell not. Um, I don't remember what the second one. I know the one is a is an educator one because I've, <laughs> I've received cigars in that way. Um, walk off the main street of all the fancy brands and try some of the non um, highly spoke of brands and try some of these the Hoya de Monterey and some of the other brands because they are really good and they are a lot cheaper yeah. and you get a lot more value. Cause I personally think they, since they don't move at such a high volume, mm-hmm. they actually treat them with a little more aging respect. And so I would advise you to not buy the Cohiba and some of those brands, which come off a little raw in my mind, if I was to smoke them, which I'm not yeah. saying I do, I do. But my experience that doesn't exist is better with some of these non-flashy uh, brands. Mm-hmm. And it's better because I, and my reasoning is I think they take they take better care of them and yeah. they, they age them better. So is this is is this the same one that does like the Excalibur? That's the same. Yes. Or is it different? So it's the, no, it's the same name, but, but it's, obviously it's, two different manufacturing companies because they're the, not joined. It's the DR side, right? Or is are they? Are they so like um, like the Cohiba that we can that we sell here isn't affiliated with the Cohiba that you can get you are correct anywhere else so So is it it the same rules plans there are two different companies and they're but they have the same name so one of the things if they ever were to lift the trade ban they would have to get resolved legal wise is they would have to resolve the trademark infringement discussions like the between the Cohibas and the Hoya de Monterey and all of this. All those companies would have to resolve all their so, trademark So the issues. Hoya Excalibur is not the same name profile as this Hoya? No. Okay. Nope. So like that They Hoya, have the same name. Hoya, I like. So when they lift the trade ban, whenever that is, these two companies are going to have to sue the fuck out of each other for five <laughs> years before so we can actually have those cigars. All of this stuff's owned by Habano's SA, yes. which is yeah. the Cuban the government distributor, yeah. yeah, basically to the rest of the world. What you know is... The Excalibur Hoya de Monterey is part of General. Okay, it's a completely yeah. separate. Okay. So there would be a. So that's one of the things that people mm-hmm. doesn't re, don't realize that day one that the ban lifts, that the cigars are going to have, have a couple year court battle. It's, there's going to be a ton of court battles. Yes, yeah. and doesn't necessarily mean there won't be some flow, but there'll right. be there'll be a challenge. Yeah, I mean you get like the Robanya stuff. I mean that stuff will though. hit early because that's still owned by the the family, so it's yeah. a completely different thing. Yep. Um, but, but seriously, if you were to want to venture in, I encourage you to, 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 to wander around some of the non sexy brands. Yeah. Yeah. A little cheaper. I think they're better personally. Mm -hmm. If I was to have done that, I I would smoke a Robanya cigar any day of the week. Great example. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Uh, so I did the cigar tasting with Steve in, um, I'm, uh, in, Conway. Conway. We smoked this. This is my favorite of all those cigars we smoked up there. Said it at the time. There was the other ones that everybody else was whatever. I love this cigar. 
So yeah, the, this is solid. It's the Davidoff Nicaragua Diadema. Um, this is what size? It's six and a half by fifty. It's like it's a, so. One of my favorite parts about this cigar is Aaron can actually pronounce all of the words. Well, I think it's diadema. Diadema. So that's what I said. So that's I don't like this cigar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, six and a half by fifty. It's like a torpedo or bellicoso. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's a great, great one. It's, it's like a perfecto. Is it, is, is it perfecto? Yeah. yeah. Diadema. So I, I knew. Uh, yeah. No, that's fine. You're all good, brother. Uh, we love, love you. I love it. Uh, can, can when can we shit on number two? So we we can't yet. Um, so this is a really good cigar. So in there, there's they they talked about three, and this is the one that's volcanic, right? Or this is the earthy one. And so this is yeah. this. I love the richness of this cigar. This is a great number three. This yeah. is a good cigar. I would not argue with this at number three. I think it's phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. So um, with it, it's uh, with it being a uh, Davidoff, but it's actually a Nicaraguan Puro, uh, Condega, Esteli, Jalapa. Yeah, so it is the uh, the the volcanic island of Ometepe. So this is the uh, fire one. Yeah. And so the the thing I like about this is, is from the line of the Davidoff, which I consider the American side of the Davidoff, because it's more uh, it's it's richer and all that. The, stuff. Uh, the Oscuro. This one, the Scuro, Scurio, the Winston Churchill late hour, yeah, Yamasa, Yamasa is part of that, yeah, yeah, Yamasa is the, is that I thought that one was fire. Um, I don't remember. It's it's fire, earth, fire, and water, earth, wind, and fire. Yes, <laughs> I've made that joke at the event. <laughs> you did. I got I a good laugh Steve. out of that one. Yeah, I was still Steve's joke. But so it's the Yamasa, the Escurio, and the and the Davidoff Nicaragua are the three that are in that tasting. Yeah, it's a really good tasting. If you get a chance to go to it, it's worth whatever the ticket I price is. I had a ton is. of fun. Yeah. I sat next to two the two main troublemakers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who would that be? <laughs> uh, Steve and Garrett. Oh yeah. Oh, so you're <laughs> so you're ahead of the class then. I was. Uh, well, no, I we was, sat in the back. I sat in the yeah, back. back. <laughs> yeah, they always put us in a corner away from everybody else because Garrett and I get in trouble every time. Wearing the yes. dun, the dunce caps. They haven't separated us yet, which is surprising. It seemed <laughs> it seemed like a near thing that day. <laughs> so number two, number two, the Rocky Patel sixty sixty, uh, which you can, yeah, it, it is what it is. It's eighteen dollars. So, I understand you're going to shit on Rocky because you don't like Rocky. This is a good cigar. Um, of the ones that came out, like this one and the, I actually had a Rocky on my top ten last year. It was the uh, Disciple. They came out around the same time. The Disciple was solid. Like I'll eat, I'll eat crow when I need crow. The Disciple was solid, but this one, not only did it make number two on Aficionado, it made number three of Journal, yeah. which is you re- you rarely see something rank that highly across on two different on platforms. two publications. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where it gets a little kooky and funny, like, oh, how much did Rocky pay to have them this high on both publications? But and the blah, thing blah, blah. is, and this is why I don't necessarily agree with it's solely based on what, what they pay. I think that gets them in the door, right? That probably puts them in the discussion of, okay, these are going to be in the top 50 that we smoke for the top 25 list or top 100 that we smoke, whatever that, whatever that number is, right? I think that's the only time that the advertising actually comes into play is on we got to put on the one broad in. list yeah. right i don't think rocky would pick this cigar 
to put on the top 25 list if Rocky was paying them to put him at number two? I mean, this one commemorates his birthday, correct? Um, I, I'm not sure. That's what I thought the, the 60, 60 was. It was. Yeah, it is birthday and anniversary. It is. It's number three. I like the Cigar General list more. The Cigar General, yeah. Um, in some ways, although it has some weird standouts as well. Yeah. It, it has some names that, you, that you're not familiar with. Ramon the, Alonius, it has my favorite Cuban cigar on here. The Ramon nice. Alonius. Um, it has a couple of the, it, boy, they take. Let's they, get to that list after we finish okay. this one. Yes, let's do that. So the the issue. I that, was stunned when he said, because I have it, it pulled up as well. Yeah. I was stunned when you said it was number three. I just. I, oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so the issue it's is. It's not the Rocky Patel I would pick. Right. The issue with Rocky's. I would in, uh, platform or, or ideology with his company is that they they put out so many cigars, right? And right, and a bunch of them are good, right? There's a there's a he a doesn't couple have that a aren't great. There's a couple that are pretty solid, and there's a couple that are really really good. Yeah, the ALR was and, yeah really the good. ALR was really good. So um, this cigar is actually a really good cigar. I don't think he would have put something out there that it's bad. that. Um, for his birthday celebration cigar that would be a bad cigar, yeah. right? Um, and and <clears throat> like I said, I know you don't like Rockies most of the time, um, but this one is actually a really solid cigar. Probably not number two, though. Probably not number two. But in you can almost argue in the U.S. market that's number one because the number one yeah, is the H. Upman number two Cuban. It yep. is. And it says, like they even say, first thing off the bat, it might be one of the world's best kept secrets in the Cuban cigar world. So I, I, I have had this one. Um, this is not one of the best kept secrets in the H. I know it's H. Upman like, number two is one of those sexy. Big, when somebody <laughs> says this, I don't know that this no, is it's a, the Monte Cristo number two is the one everybody looks for. Oh no, but the H. Upman, yes, it's a sexy. That's a sexier right. pick. This is a pretty sexy cigar. I, I guess okay. It's a good solid cigar. Um, Again, not available, and I don't think we should be putting Cubans on on these lists. But this is not my Expe- publication, and it at, is a nation or a worldwide, especially magazine. at number one. It's, it's not. You know, thirty two pounds for this one. I mean, I think there was a Cuban two or three years ago that was number one as well. I think it was the Cohiba something. Um, ben Hike. But still, like, yeah, the number one. This is where it kind of really the shit hit the fan in the you know in the cigar world wise is because. You know, you're, they start off with, like, number... I guess they start at number 10, the countdown, and then the number one reveal is its own day, and then it's like it's like a turd in the punch bowl. It's like, well, f- for for the biggest cigar market in the world, like, yeah. it's not it's not accessible. But again... Oh, are we the biggest cigar market in the world? Yeah, we account for, like, 75% of cigar consumption for the world. Okay. Um, but, again, if you, if you put these in a row with no bands or anything on them, and you smoke the cigar, it's going to be top five, more than likely. It's a really, really, really good cigar. So <laughs> if it's a true blind taste test, I understand Just, why a Cuban gets in there. That It's not surprising. I mean, I don't agree with it. I mean, they I'm 100% on your side, and I don't agree with it. Yeah. However, this is a worldwide publication and the a blind is, taste be, test. The, the question is, 
in the 50s should Cuban cigars be put in there. They've been put in there for the CA list forever. Yeah. From day one. Yep. So arguing at this point that it's unfair is really, it's a little late. Yeah. It's always been the way that they review Cuban cigars. They are part of their process. Yeah. So um, uh, I just, the reason I don't I, ever want us to review Cuban cigars. I don't ever want us to consider for our top tens yeah. Cuban cigars um, just because I think it um, isn't what we're about. So there's two reasons I don't think it should be included. Um, number one is that I, I just do not support Cuba um, because of the communist control of the country. I don't think, and I'm not trying to get political here, but I just don't, I choose not to support them, right? Um, so I don't buy Cuban cigars. And then number two, in the magazine, when they rate cigars, they have a separate section for Cubans. They do. And so I think that should force them to make a separate list for Cuban cigars. I would be because much if more you're happy not, with that. If you're not going to put them in the list when you rate cigars, it goes through every size, right? There's a Robusto, there's a Toro, there's a Churchill, there's a Gordo. Yeah. Then there's a Cuban list. Yeah. Completely separate. And so I think they should separate them. No, that's those are all good, that's good points. So last year, the first Cuban to uh, uh, Cuba, uh, the Cuban was there was a number uh, number four was a Partagas Serie D number four, and that came at number four on last year's list. Another really good cigar. Yeah, so. and which I've had that many times, and I was just looking through uh, how many Cubans are on here, uh, and it looks like there's to be about four. On last year, three, no, three, looks like three on last year's list. And this is partly why I don't agree with the advertising argument. Um, like I said, there it plays a factor. There's no doubt in that. But if if you talk about advertising dollars, Cuban cigars are not advertised in their magazine. But my point about the reason they do the Cubans is to cover for the advertising. I understand what you're saying. Okay. It's not that they do. I just think it's a true blind taste test. And they can only rate what they're given for the blind taste test. Whoever picks crit- what goes in that is the issue. Yeah, I agree with that. Your point is well made. And go, okay, so uh, going back, it was 2020 was like when Viva La Vida was on the list. And it made a number 16. I'm looking back at the past couple of years, um, like the uh, the San Cristobal Quintessence was high up on 21. Yeah, I think it was what three or four. Yes, yeah, three, I believe. Three, yeah. Um, and then they're like the first punch on that one, or the, there was a punch, a punch punch at number five for that one. And then Alec Bradley was on there at number six with the, uh, the gatekeeper. So, I mean, Cubans are always going to be on there, but in the past four years, that's the first one. I mean, this is the first time it, it got number one. I think the last number one was like 20. 19. That's what I'm, I'm trying to 2018, find maybe. the find the archives. I think it was 2018. Yeah, it, because 19 was the aging EP. room. Oh, yeah, the aging room. I forgot about that one. The EP was uh, 20. Mm-hmm. So that means 18 would have been the other EP, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I thought it... That sounds right. Yeah, EP was 18. So let's see what 17 was. Uh, let's see. 17 was... Uh, no, the Eye of the Shark, Don Carlos... Yeah, so it's been a while. So it's been, yeah. So we're at uh, six years now at this point. 2016 would have been, was that the shark? Yeah, what? No, I mean the uh, the bull. So that was the bull in 16. So it's been a while. 15 would have been, is that Oliva? 
don't know. Can't even go back that far on the on the archives. Yeah, so we're looking at at least seven to eight years since a Cuban made number one. So the top twenty five list for Cigar Journal. I don't have a problem. Listen, if you're going to include them, some years a Cuban's going to be number one. I, yeah. I but I I never th- I never I never thought of it like the way Steve just did because they do segregate the no that's the, a good point the Steve's, U.S. stuff to the Cuban stuff. I agree so with Steve. That's a that's a good take. No, that's that's a good hot take. I, I actually agree with that. If you're going to separate them out in your magazine, and listen, um, I first of all I do not have a problem if you're going to include them on the list. I don't have a problem with it. If the problem is that it's number one, then that. That's I don't agree with that. If they're on the list, they can be one. They could be one through twenty-five. If those are the best twenty-five tests as they come out, that's fine. My problem is of the cigars that are selected. Now, as we sort of refine our thinking mm-hmm. on this, there doesn't seem to be a lot of variety of mm-hmm. sources of cigars. Yeah, and so, um, so like when I look at here, the first. Number 25 on the Scar Journal list is the 1502 Anniversario 10. So here's, I bet you that cigar wasn't even taste tested. The 1502, I've, t- I've had this cigar from one of the boxes, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it was a good cigar. I mean, I wouldn't. Yep. I don't, first of all, any cigar you slot in at 25, unless it was, and I, I had it and it was total <laughs> garbage. I'm not going to, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to have a problem with that. Um, there's a lot more variety on this list, absolutely, um, than there is on on the CA list. On, on aficionados, yeah. Twenty four is the Great Wall, the, the Mao series. I have no idea what this <laughs> even is. Never, so, never heard of that. China Tobacco uh, Tobacco Szechuan Industry Company. I don't know. I've never not heard, heard of it. it. Great Wall Cigar <laughs> Factory, Origin China. It's got Chinese tobacco in it. It has Chinese tobacco in it. I mean, you're you're starting to see more Southeast Asian tobacco in. So I assume you're going to have cigars. the same problem with this because I heard China was communist too. <laughs> Number twenty three, Platinum Nova Leo Eleven Edition Limitado Nicaragua. I've had this cigar. Really? <laughs> yes. I've had the Novas. Uh, I've had a bunch of Novas. I don't like it. <laughs> right. I've not, I'm not a fan oh, the of Nova, the oh, yeah, no, forget, Novas. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a fan of the Novas. Yeah. yeah I was waiting on it. Okay. <clears throat> the next one is going to point out one of the problems that I have with the CA. And I think it's the selection problem, um, which is how I've identified Steve's uh, Liga Provada Unico series year of the ox. Yep. I'm not sure this is the cigar that I would want to be on the other list, right. but Drew Estate has some fucking kick-ass cigars, yeah, and they're just not on that list. Yeah, you, you're telling me not one Liga Bravada made a top twenty-five list that they've tasted all year long right. at at the headquarters of Cigar Aficionado. This would be this that's, would be okay on my list. This would be okay on that list, but the all of all the things that. The 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 year the ten year all that stuff, um, I think this is a good choice to be twenty two. Number twenty one, the American Double Robusto, uh, the All American J C Newman cigar. Yeah, I've not had that one. It, it's a solid cigar. It's not. I don't. I, I mean, I think it's as good as a Brick House. I don't. I don't 
say, I wouldn't say that it's much better than a brick house. So yeah. I don't have a problem with it on the list. Yeah. Uh, number 20. Uh, it's a funny name. Cumpe uh, <laughs> Lancero. Like, I didn't even heard of Cumpe before. Love you a long time. That needs to go back <laughs> to the, uh, the the rare pink, the suf- yeah. su- significant whore, or whatever it is called. Sophisticated hooker. Significant whore. That's a good you cigar name there. there. Golly. <laughs> you took uncomfortable and you made it super uncomfortable. Um, it is, I don't recognize this, but this this also points out that there are, I don't, Maya Selva. Maya Selva. Yeah, they're a, they're a boutique company. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the description sounds amazing. Creamy milk chocolate marinates with leather or ma- marries with leather. Yeah, I've not Coffee had this and one either. nutty aroma. I've not had most of these on this list. I mean, there's a few. The elegant uh, Lancero format for the Principal uh, Martinique Lancero. I've had some Principals. I've not had this one. Yeah. I like the Principals I've had. I've not had this one either. Um, I like the other ones I've had, though. So that comes out of Kellner's factory, though. Yep. It's interesting. Number 18, we enjoy. I enjoy. Yeah, it's yeah. The Laroma I have no de problem Cuba with that one being an uh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that outside the U.S., it's called something else. Del Cuban Caribe. Yeah, the different European market stuff. So they changed the name, so it's not mm-hmm. La Roma de Cuba. Um, I I'm not 100 percent on that part. Oh, okay. Uh, number 17, the Davidoff Dim. Uh, Dim- can't even talk. Davidoff Dominicana Toro, which is like the white label. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's solid. Seventeen. So the that's very popular in Europe. Yeah. And I misunderstood your last question. So yes, they do not call it La Roma de Cuba because that's a Cuban brand. Oh, okay, okay. I misunderstood. I thought you were talking about the Passion. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. They they're not allowed to call that La Roma de Cuba. Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, number sixteen. Never heard of it before. A. Flores. Connecticut Valley Reserva Azul Churchill. Yeah, PDR cigars. Oh, is that PDR? Um, okay. Yeah, I've not smoked this one, but I've had some of the Flores stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good. They make good cigars. Yeah. Garofalo? Gar- yeah, Gar- so this is... Garofalo. Um, <laughs> it's Garofalo. Garofalo. Uh, so this is part of the United Cigar Group, so... Um, Which we're a huge fan of. Yeah. I've smoked a ton of the United stuff. Yeah. They produce also the... Uh, the Atabe, the Maduro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So this is, um, it, it's Dave Garofalo that, that did this one, but they have a, a group of retail owners and manufacturers that make cigars. Oh, okay. That's where all this stuff comes from is that United Cigar Group. Oh, okay. And they make great cigars. So yeah. I've not smoked this one. Um, I don't know that you can get this outside of his store. It might be an exclusive. Um, I'm not sure. I will I will say the user interface of the uh, Cigar Aficionado website is a lot more user friendly than the uh, yeah. Cigar Journal because the <laughs> the the box is so yeah. big. It's like <laughs> it's like where where's the picture of the thing? Number fourteen, the Drew Estate Twenty Acre Farm Toro. Uh, that was the hot kind of a hot new ticket last year, the year before. I'm not a huge fan of the Twenty Acre Farm stuff. It, they're good. Yeah, um, they're just not. They don't hit my palate the way. I think some of the other stuff does. Nope, I agree. Uh, number 13 was the newcomer to a lot of people last year, the uh, Placencia uh, 149. Like, that thing was This amazing. may be the best Placencia that's Agreed. made. Yes. I mean, this, this is, really is good absolutely good. phenomenal. I know a lot of people, the 6-0 and the Almafuego stuff, but I think this, would, the yeah. 149 is is phenomenal. I would go 149. I, it's I agree a with that. beautiful cigar, too. Absolutely. 
And they 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 do the gold uh, band uh, very well. Yeah. Very flashy band. Oh, that copper. Yeah, yeah. and a, and a, that that bright orange copper color against that dark. Yeah, because dark the, wrapper. The wrapper oh is my beautiful. God. Well, yep. It's like a good mix of flashy but elegant, uh-huh. like yeah. traditional at the same time. Yeah, I mean, and a great cigar. If Absolutely. You, if you hate taking off bands, Placencia is not for you because there's always like a bunch of them on right. every cigar. But they come off, <laughs> unlike other ones. <laughs> that we, yeah. They do come off. Right. But like, you gotta have, you always gotta have like a little bit of fingernail yeah. just to get the just to get the the thing started. Uh, number twelve is a Villager Exclusivo USA 2021 Robusto. I'll Villager. be honest, I've not smoked a lot of them. I haven't had a lot of Villagers before. Villager. Oh, Villager. I haven't had a lot of those before. Bring out your dead. Bring out. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. You will be. I'm getting better. Uh, number 11, the Avo Synchro Caribe Toro. This one came out last year. I, it's a very Caribbean. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite, but it's solid. Um, yeah. It's not. It's like I prefer the, uh, what was the other ones? It kind of in that same line. It was the. The uh, Ritmo. The, yeah, the Ritmo. The, uh, the one that's like real grapefruity. I really like that one a lot. So for, uh, oh, goodness. That's Grapefruit. You got the Ritmo, the, it's got syn- the orange syn- syn- band. Synchro. Synchro's the original. The Ritmo. I can't think yeah. of the name of it. The grapefruit. How quickly they forget. <laughs> Number ten is the Chode, <laughs> the, the Oliva Serie V Milano Limited Edition, twenty twenty one, four by sixty. So it's a nub. It's a nub so, size. Yeah. So you know what's my favorite part of this cigar? Is it short? <laughs> it, it, this is the, the Milano. It, it's that, the exact opposite of, of aficionados where it's all Churchill's. Yeah. This, one's, this is the chode list. Yeah. Um, number nine, the AJ Fernandez Enclave Connecticut Figurado. It's a solid Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number eight, uh, Flora da Silva Collection Anniversario number 20 Toro. So this is the first Cuban, I believe, on the list. And no, this, is, this is not a Cuban. It's Honduran. Sundern. Yep. This is not a brand I've heard of. I thought it was Cuban. Never. This is Maya Selva again. Okay. Uh, I've no, not smoked it, so I don't this know. This is I the only Cuban on the list, then. <laughs> next the, one. The next one, number seven, the Ramon Alonez 40 carat ER Palaces Bajo. Faze Bajos. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the best part of the top 25 list episode is listening to Aaron. Right. <laughs> this is fucking horrible, man. So, my favorite Cuban line is Ramon Alonez. Yeah. It is, um, when you purchase them, it's, they're relatively inexpensive, mm-hmm. and they're fairly easy to find if you're purchasing them through illegal sources, and um, they're beautiful cigars. I've never had one. Um, Number six is a brand I love. I love this brand. How many of the um, diademus uh, in the uh, the yeah in the in the what the metal tube? Yeah. Did you buy back in the? What were those called? They, they had a name for them. Preferidos. Yeah. The, this one's the uh, La Aurora. Uh, I'm not going to say the recipe because I'm going to fuck it up. No, come on, try it. Uh, per <laughs> preferidos. Preferidos Horus de Age. <laughs> 2020. You got the 2020 part, right? <laughs> I like La Aurora. Love I love Aurora. these cigars. The one that was in the Perfecto shape yeah. that used to be in the tubes. Those tubes are beautiful, too. Yeah. And they, were, they had the different colors, yeah. and they were different wrappers. 
Um, I agree. This is I for, I forgot about the, these cigars are not the, specifically that that ruby red one like dark oh, rich Maduro. chocolate just oh, awesome. so that's so that that's one I always now, look for when I, I travel. Get broken my chest. I'm so <laughs> turned on thinking about those. Those were beautiful. Number five, the Vega Fina Nicaragua Gran Volcano. This, this is, is a surprise for me. I've not smoked this one. I'm not but, a fan in general yeah. of Vega Fina. See what I did there? And um, uh, and uh, this is out of the Tobacalera de Garcia. So I don't, I have not even seen this cigar in the wild. Yeah. I haven't either. Um, it looks beautiful. It's got that wrapper that you think might just be rich as hell. It's a Nicaraguan Puro on that one, a Dominican origin. Uh, number four is a cigar that like is hot garbage. Every single one of them busted yeah. for us. It was absolutely horrible. I assume that he took them back because I've seen this on other lists. He is taking them back. And that he got fixed. I don't know. We never got them back, but it's the Perdomo Immenso, uh the 70 sun-grown Churchill. This is that big. I smoked one of these at the event. God, it was horrible, man. And it was horrible. Every single one of them and was I, busted. I'm wearing a Perdomo army hat. I like Perdomo cigars. So d- don't call me a hater. Uh, a bad cigar is a bad cigar. I mean. That yeah. was a bad cigar. So I assume he got this fixed. E- evidently. We haven't had them since. Uh, number three, we've already talked about. It's the the sixty uh, by Rocky Patel sixty. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing else we can say about that. Uh, the number two, the Davidoff Winston Churchill LE twenty twenty two. Have you? Did you get any of these? I got a couple. It was a good cigar. I, I like the Winston Churchill. It's a good cigar. The yeah. problem the Winston Churchill has is the people I know that sell Davidoff. Put them right next to the late hour. <laughs> and so I don't smoke a ton of these my, because my, the late hour is banging. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say sex on the beach and you said banging. Uh, fits. <laughs> yeah. It, it fits. I, my, this this uh, side sidetrack for a second. Um, so I w- I'm going to swear at Clint uh-huh. uh, who does the. Beard oil, which he, I've got so much of his stuff going. I can't wait. I just ordered a bunch of candles Ugh. and and uh, and soap I, and the candles. I, I just love everything. He I does. got five new flavors. I've so never tried Captain Stash. So if you need, if you're a guy or a girl who likes uh, candles and stuff, yeah. Captain Stash. Or if you have a beard com. as well. I mean, or if you have a beard and your lady um, uh, can recommend it highly. It, it, so I ordered a bunch. I ordered three candles and a bunch of soap. And he threw in some beard oil. Mm-hmm. And then the next night uh, that I saw him on the hearth, I said, I'm thinking about shaving my beard. And uh, I think I pissed him off. <laughs> yeah. But he returned fire because he's been talking about the Bartesian. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. It's, a, it's a Keurig, but uh, oh, for yeah, adults. Yeah, so we gave one away. So he ordered one. And then he talked about it for a fucking hour yeah. on the hearth. And then, uh, so then I had to Google it. I had to Amazon it more correctly. <laughs> and now I want one. Yeah. yeah we, I haven't we, drank for 18 months. <laughs> yeah. So it has like little pod pucks that you put in there if you want like a daiquiri. And you, you have yeah. four vials of liquor. Or if you tequila. want an aviator, which I've never heard of, but now I want. Yeah. Or if you want an, three different types of holiday old fashioned. Yeah. Or an old fashioned or a new fashioned. Yeah. Or a bunch of different alcohol drinks, 
and you put the pot in and then you have little glass containers of your alcohol and it makes like the drink in two minutes. Do you know who won the raffle here for that? You? Kev. Kev. Kevin Smith. Oh. Yeah, we get we raffled one off a year ago or so. Does he use it? Do you know? I, 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 I'm assuming so. I mean, it was badass. I liked it. It was cool. Problem is, is you're getting the, po- the pods yeah. is... Um, I don't think you just can't go to like Walmart. To no, yeah, no, you got to order them through Amazon or through Bargetesian.com. So yeah. I'm at this point letting Clint get his, try it out and try tell out. me how much he loves it and what to do. They also have a subscription service through Bartesian <laughs> where you can get them cheaper and then they'll, you and we're trying to figure out how that works. I just nice. love how you said it was like adult Keurig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good Keurig has this, has one too. They have the technology, make it. <laughs> well, no, Keurig has an adult. They have alcohol a, one oh, too? Dude, really? Supposedly. What? And so it only uh, makes Irish coffees. <laughs> <laughs> Your normal Keurig with just a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Stuck in the so back. we Bailey's. So then we, <laughs> then we do that? discuss. Hold up. Wait, could you do that? Could you take a Keurig, instead of filling it with water in the base, fill it with whiskey? So when you heat the Irish cream, wouldn't that just... No, 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 no. I'm saying actual whiskey. And you can use do the, a cold brew version. And use the cold. whiskey as the coffee instead of water. Know. Make the know. whiskey. That's a good question. I don't Couldn't no you idea. just buy, like, <laughs> yeah, when you just the make Bartesian? Your own? <laughs> <laughs> so they have, a t- they have, like, an espresso martini mm-hmm. and all yeah. that stuff. So Aaron's like, could you play golf? But on a football field, could you? Could why you? would you? <laughs> you should go to a golf course. <laughs> what, well, what I did yesterday was just walking yards. Yeah. That's all I did yesterday. <laughs> nice. Uh, so back to the uh, the Davidoff. I, this wasn't my favorite of like the Winston. Mm. Uh, it was a little. It was really woody to me. Like I'm not a big fan of real woody cigars, and this one was like smoking a, a, a cedar tree. It was just I too much for me. But it was good. But like. It got too much. I just like I can't. I can't do this anymore. Uh, the number one, I will fully agree with and b- get on board. Uh, the Padron Family Reserve number ninety five natural. Um, this one, what size they go with? They went with the uh, four and three quarter by sixty. So another chode. There are there are a lot of sizes. This this is the continuation of the hammer line that used to be the hammer forty yeah forty five family family hammer and I think they only have one or two sizes of this yeah they don't have they don't have a uh, they don't have a bunch. they used to only have one no they have like uh, probably five now okay so they've expanded it out yeah since I've quit ordering cigars I quit worrying about it and I just walk in the humidor and see what it is see what sizes you have yeah right so going back to the um, the aficionado. 25 yep. out of that top 25 that's there what would you put as your number one if you had to choose from these 25 oh because i will go ahead and say um the number two cigar no God, Jesus. <laughs> uh, no i would go probably the the casa magna as my number one it's either that or the san cristobal um but probably the casa magna which ranked in at number 20 on that one because I'd, I mean, that, that so could, you're like, choosing from the um, American cigars. Yes, yes. So we to keep the caveat where we just had discussed about. I would probably put top five. I would, and not specifically in this order, but the Placencia, the Tatuaje Capa Special, the Casa Magna, uh, the San Cristobal, and probably that Davidoff, the Nicaragua. Probably those five would be my top five. Yeah, top two for me would be. And size comes into play in those yeah. as well, right? Like the the Casa Magna and the and the, and the Labajou. 
one and two. Yeah, Le Bijou is good. Even so, in that Churchill size, it's good. Yeah. The to me, uh, the Padron sixty four would be number one. Yeah, sixty. Yeah, I mean that probably needs to be in the top five. Especially with too. that being your size, you prefer as well. Yep. The Prince of Now, do you like the Natural or the Maduro better? I like the Maduro better. See, that's why I didn't put it in the top five. Is because I prefer the Maduro. I just think it's a it's a. And the Placencia would be in the top twenty five. Tatuaje would be in my top five. I mean, we, you can make a solid top five list out of their top 25 list. Yeah. That's doable. I mean, you could probably do that year every year. And then my father. And then need, probably the V. We need to probably take and do a blind taste test on some cigars that are not in our top 10 list. And see if we we're, we're, where it could be. Yeah, because there's going to be a couple that surprise you when you take the band off. And you smoke it, and you and you strictly just think about flavor, right? Because yeah. as much as we like to say that you know we're unbiased and and we we try our best, but there's some bias to it Every, with yeah, everybody. I don't right? say that at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally price, biased. Price is going to play a factor in that, right? If 100%. the cigar is more than thirty dollars, it's hard to say that that's a cigar that should be in that list well, because it's it's not something you can smoke all the time, right? Well, and it shows like for them price doesn't matter to them. Like right. they don't they don't give a shit about the price. Well, I smoked so few of the cigar journals. I'm trying to think of which ones would be my top 5. Yeah, cigar here. journal list. I can't even pick 5 out of that. I, That's a weird I'd list. I'd say the Placencia would be a top 5. That's probably number 1 on mine. If I had to choose, drones up there. If you had to the choose, drone is up like there. The Ramona Lonias would be on my list. If you had to choose one one list to smoke, beginning to end, which one would you choose? I would be the cigar journal. Yeah, I'll go journal just because there's so much stuff on there I've never had before. I would like to experience well, and the that. the stuff that is on their list that I have smoked, yeah, I prefer. Like the Laura Aurora, the, the, the Padron that got in the There's cigars on there that I thought to myself, oh, yeah. Yeah. I fucking like that cigar. Yeah, the Year would, of the Ox from, even with a couple duds. I mean, you're that's what I was going to say. Awesome. I think you could make an argument for both lists. I agree with you. I think that one is more enticing to me because I haven't smoked a lot of those. But if you think of it from if you had to pay for them, bang for your buck, you're probably getting more from the cigar aficionado list because you it's know that all of them are consistent. There's maybe one on there that's like, eh. but what do you think classifies as more of a cigar aficionado list journals list where there's a lot of stuff where a lot of people haven't heard of and you have to be more of aficionado side no, or aficionado side where no. like it's the be- basic stuff. If you look at the magazine, those cigars are not a no, part of that magazine. No, I'm not saying I'm saying as consumers, if you, well, the people who consume two the stuff, different they magazines. consider themselves aficionados. So c- cigar journal is more for the cigar nerd. guy nerd and cigar right. aficionados for the guy who has a really fancy watch and has a fat wallet. Yeah, not necessarily. I think it's more for the average consumer of cigars. I mean, they highlight $30,000 watches and everything. I'm not arguing that. Uh, they highlight That's yachts. not the question you asked. No, but what I'm saying for people, us, who, if you don't, like, I don't. If you look at the mass majority of consumers, they would say Cigar Aficionado is a better list because those are the cigars that they smoke on a regular basis. I know, but what I'm saying is for the true Cigar Aficionados, the people who but look But that's not stuff, what Cigar Aficionado magazine is. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the people, us, the consumers who look for the stuff, the diamonds in the rough, wouldn't journals list be more fitting yeah. for that name? Yes, but I would. I would. I say, get what you're saying, but yeah. the magazine 
that's called cigar aficionado is not that. It, no, that's it's, not their customer. No, it, base. it's a it's a high profile men's list. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So they should they should probably change their name. Switch 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 the uh, the names journal and aficionado. Well, so, well, no. So this is my point. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. The if you say a cigar aficionado, the people that buy the majority of the cigars mm-hmm. are not us. The people that buy the majority of the cigars buy Oliva. They buy my father. They buy Rocky. They buy Tatawahe. People like us, we buy a lot of cigars, but our business is spread out because we buy cigars from other shops because we're looking for stuff that we can't get all so the that, time. So that, that's where I think, okay, then maybe we have different definitions of what an aficionado is. Maybe, yeah. I don't know that I like the word aficionado. I think cigar nerd or yeah. boutique aficionado is more cigar journal where more cigar aficionado is, is more main street cigar smoker. Yeah. That's what I think of when I say cigar aficionado is everyday cigar smoker. And then, and, and I think that's what the, that's what has been associated now with the, the, the word aficionado is your everyday consumer. No, I think that's what aficionado means. I don't know. Let's see what the actual you definition at, of a You look aficionado. at wine aficionado. It's the same thing, right? They they buy the mass majority of what they buy is going to be the mainstream producers. And then they find a diamond in the rough occasionally. So aficionado, a person who is very knowledgeable and enthusiastic about the activity, subject, or pastime. Would that, would that connote, would I that think connote cigar, your, your just your they're normal both, guy? They're both aficionados. They're just aficionados. In a different in, format. Different, different ways. Yeah. So I would argue that Cigar Journal is more boutique aficionado, more the cigar geeks like right. us. And you consider that more passionate about it, but you can be a passionate about cigars and be passionate about it in a mainstream way. Yeah. We're passionate about it because we like finding the one-offs. So, right. um in in the the boutiques and so we're just passion, passionate in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could be just as knowledgeable and not buy boutique anything. Oh, yeah. You I, know, I mean. Absolutely. I don't think being passionate about cigars is defined by your ability to recognize Stolen Throne as the best manufacturer of cigars. <laughs> number one, right? No. Well, number two. Don't spoil next week's show. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I think we should make a list uh, ruling right now. Those two can't be on your list. <laughs> I... I, why? No, I think he he can put them on there because you're only giving us a top eight. So that's his top that's ten. Not that's true. his Top ten. Well, if those are my two favorite cigars, why would they not be on my top ten? Absolutely. And were they manufactured last year? <sighs> well, you know, let's make a decision that any <laughs> cigar was on, was on our top ten last year cannot be on our top ten the, this year. Oh, I don't even know. I would have to go back and like, I don't want to listen to that show and write down everything. <laughs> so no, I'm not li- no to that. Well, you'd have to send me my list too, because I, I don't know what it is. Absolutely. That's why I said no to that because I don't have the lists anymore, <sighs> but yeah. All right. Well, well that's, that's, we, <clears throat> I think we shit on enough of their stuff. So next listen, week, next week, they we do the top 25 list for different reasons, both magazines yep, and to different points. And to generate buzz and interest. And so when people yeah. say, you know, whatever, part of what they're doing is they want p- 
people to talk about their top 25 list. So mission accomplished. I do feel like a lot of people who are taking a little bit more seriously kind of poo-pooed on this year's 25 list. So um, they love the criticism. They they absolutely love the criticism. Because it caused me to go look at their top 25 list, which I haven't done in years. Yeah, but you, but do they want people scoffing at it? Yes. I don't know. Yes. I get, See, that, that's the point I if, made, If right? somebody says to me, ah, oh, the CI top 25 list was great, I'm not checking it out. I don't care then. Well, the point is, the the because we're in the industry, we talk to a lot of people in the industry we, about and that we, list. We have rose-colored gla- color glasses. Right. On. But if you look at their general uh, consumer like that reads that magazine every week. Yeah. That's not a bad list. Yeah. Other than the Cubans. Yeah. And I'll tell get- you what, when you guys were telling me how shitty that list was, cause I don't read top 20. I read hot, hot, uh, half wheels list because they combine a bunch of lists yep. into one top tw- 25 list. And I like that. And they explain their thing. And because there will be cigars on there that I don't know. Yep. And I find Half Wheel to be a really good source. I uh-huh. think they have the best top 25 lists on the they market. They have the only top 25 list that I actually read. Yep. And so um, out of that, I just say that. Um, and I'll read a couple of other bloggers when they that interest me. But in general, I don't... Uh, uh, I don't... Uh, I don't read top 25 lists because it's just a regurgitation of a bunch of scars that I already know. So I didn't even read half wheels. I don't think it's out. Yet. I don't think it's out yet either. Oh, okay. Yeah. I we, look for it because I thought it would be a good, like quick, quick buzz through, mm-hmm. but I, it's not out yet that I could see. Well, let's see. Top 25 cigars. Uh, nope. 21. It's not out yet. Nope. They usually do it in January at a five of it at a time. Because they need everybody else to release their top twenty-five list, because it's uh, it's sort of a uh, sort of a uh, amalgamation of all those those lists. So, yeah, I think they have a great list. So let's see. I'm gonna see what they had for number one last year. Number one, they had a humidor deluxe for my father. So you can't even see the cigar; you just see the picture of the humidor. Yeah, that was an interesting one for sure. Oh, yeah. Last year was last year was solid. Well, and the reason it gets to be solid is because they have so many inputs coming in mm-hmm. that you weird out, you weed out a lot of the weirdness of individual lists, um, and you get you get more. Um, yep, because you get a lot of inputs, you get a lot of that sort of consensus. You get you know, you get a lot of consensus. So. Yeah, you get a good mix of mainstream and alternative. And alternative, yeah, for yeah. sure. So you get a, you get a blend. Absolutely. So, I also find half wheel. Uh, I like the sites that sort of have that mix of of insider and outsider. Well, right. and and in the industry, I mean, Charlie's writings are solid. You know, high up there on mm-hmm. people really look forward to his writings. Yep, but. I particularly like the format of the top 25 list where he consolidates a bunch of people's feedback in a way that I think shows out into a really um, nice list. 
and and he since he does reviews openly on his stuff, he actually sees what he's smoking and ranking at the same time. So maybe that's a I don't his rankings are or his reviews are fine. They're a little yeah. weird. They get uh, a little weird. Yellow highlighter is a little out there. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're fine. I, I, in general, the cigar reviews, and we'll have Kevin on next week. who does cigar blind cigar reviews. Um, I'm I don't have. What a surprise! The Ravens and the Steelers are fighting. <laughs> like water is wet. Water is wet. <laughs> if we can only get the Bengals on the field at the same time, um, so uh, uh, we have. In general, with a lot of reviews, since my palate is not as complex as as Guy Fieri's, and so um, hey everybody, um, I I don't <laughs> pick out a lot of the same notes as they do. Um, so a lot of times in reviews, I, I'm a little lost, right? Mm-hmm. So with guys that have the, the hyper palates, so I'm not even criticizing their palates. I'm sure they're getting all the notes that they say. I just don't. Ref- I don't taste cigars like they do. So, well, speaking of cigar reviews, how was the cigar that we're smoking? Because mine would uh, not stay lit. Would not stay lit. I had a tunnel like hell through it, and I gave up about halfway. So, I did not have a tunnel. It tasted fine when yeah. I could s- smoke it. It doesn't have as much spice as you would think it would. Looking at it, yeah, I mean, you can see um, like how much of mine is left. Like I just ga- I can't do it anymore. So I, yeah. gave, I gave up about a, f- a solid hour ago. So, man, that long ago? Yeah. I haven't, so I've been actually oh, just sitting man. here. Just, it's a good cigar. It's uh, like I said, it doesn't have the spice that you would think it would just by looking at it. It's a very dark, oily kind of uh, yeah. what you would think typical like really strong boutique cigar, but it's not. Um, it's pretty smooth. Still has some complexity to it though. Um, I wonder if this would benefit from being dry boxed for maybe an hour. Maybe so. Uh, it's not my favorite of the black label stuff. But it's really good. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't balk at buying one of these <clears throat> at any point. I mean, I might have just got the bad peach, but it's just not working for me at all. You so. and the peaches. What's up with the peaches? Peaches, <laughs> peaches for free. Yeah. Little little uh, presidents of the United States of America. Millions yeah. of peaches. Yeah, you know that. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Next week, top ten, top album. We'll have forty cigars to talk about. Some will probably cross over if I had to guess. Um, I guess actually it'd be maybe 44 if we do 10 and newcomer of the year, unless your newcomer of the year is actually in the top 10 list. Top accessory. (laughs) So top accessory. Oh, that's new. And you're throwing in a caveat. All right. I'm throwing in a while. I got given you a week. (laughs) Golly. A whole week to figure out what I need the most. Mm -mm. (coughs) I don't need anything. Does the accessory have to be, used all the time for us or can it be something we want top accessory anything You're, that's it has to be a cigar accessory okay doesn't matter if you have one or you want one. Oh, i got it just came on my head i got it okay you did. i don't know i what need that it means. next week <laughs> <laughs> um do you guys smoke anything really good for new year's um what did i i, I so okay i finished out my uh Tatawahe, um, uh, what is it? The advent yeah, calendar. Man, I still have not finished. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I, 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 I chugged through a few. Um, I love that he made every cigar that size, the four by 38, um, like 
there's cigars from his line that are great, amazing. There's some that I don't care for, specifically. It was a 4 by 38 Or maybe it's 4 by 48 It was a smaller. Sounds more like 48. 48? Yeah. Um, There's cigars from him like I don't really care for, like the Jabaro, don't care for. In that size, though, man, world world changer. The Cabaguan, Connecticut that was in that? That one was good. Wow. Yeah. That was phenomenal. My favorite was the the one with the M on it. I forget the name. Uh, The La Mission? Yes, that one. Holy shit, if that one could come that size all the time. Yeah. Sign me up. I think that's a good cigar anyway. Oh, it's an amazing cigar. Absolutely. And then just to have it in that size. Yeah, that even, size was good. And even the Monster Series, like the mm-hmm. the, the Jason, uh, I think it was in there. It was the Jason or the 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 Dracula. Are we, are we so they're like the, the chubby size? No, they're it's, like half Lanceros. Cor- uh, cor- yeah, it's like cor- a Corona yeah. almost. A little thicker. But perfect. Like they're They were really good. So good. Like I think we may have one or two left if you want one. Amazing. Um, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. Have yeah, not. like they're yay big. I mean, they're <coughs> they were really good. Forty-five minuters. Really interesting uh, to smoke some of those cigars that I've had before mm-hmm. in new sizes and taste the difference. Like I said, that Cabaguan. Like I'm not a huge Connecticut guy. No, that in that size was That's unreal good. good. Yeah, super good. And the uh, the Saints and Sinners stuff this year. Have either of you smoked any of them out of your Saints and Sinners box? I have. I have smoked one of the five packs. That number four. I don't know what the blend is. Yeah. Un-freaking real. The number four is good, and the not whatever. I've smoked several of those. Yeah, the... I also... Amos Mundos. On the the Pete Miss Day, I got max of all that I could get, so I am fully stocked. (laughs) You got... You got... You got fucked. I know. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm so upset. Ryan won't even consider <laughs> selling me those. <coughs> I don't Jerk. I, I so Ryan's. I got I got a pack of the of the knots and um two of the uh of the last year's uh limited editions and then two of the five packs. Yeah. I got the, the two. The number five four packs. and the number two bangers. Both of those were good. Jeez. And number four may be the best cigar I've ever smoked. The number four is really it's good. Up there. And it that is, not Ambos Mundos is right there with it. That, no, I will have said, I have smoked that one because you gave me one. Yeah. Uh, because you're like, I know you're going to open your packet, so here, smoke this now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I've smoked for that. And, well, I smoked the TAA packs that came in those. The well, CRA packs. Not, CRA, yeah. Yeah, I've not smoked the CRA packs yet. Yeah. I haven't, I've, got, I've opened them up. So the rule on that that I've learned about all Tatawai special packs is you got to open the true for Davidoff as well. Cause like I opened the rabbits yesterday, mm-hmm. you got to open that shit up, Let them take it out of the package. You got to put it in a humidified area. Um, because like the year of the rabbit, which I smoked yesterday, you open the package up. There's no Boveda. There's no nothing. Mm-hmm. And they, I was like showing the box and they go, Oh, you got to keep in the box. I said, I'm going to throw this box away. Yeah. <laughs> Cause this box is what's fancy and shit. Is not useful. It serves no purpose. No. It's just really fancy. Looks cool. Looks cool. They said, you're not going to keep that box? And I said, I may put it next to the year of the tiger, the year of whatever, <laughs> the year of whatever boxes I have in a cabinet, but there's no cigars in there because there's no humidification. They're not yeah. They're not humidors. They're yep. boxes. Yep. And so I take everything out and I put it in my Davidoff humidor. That's the one critique with the... Advent calendars from Oliva and Tatawahes are just so big. It's hard to get in your humidor. Right. Unless you have a massive one like like I do. Had had to go to a, a, a 
cooler kind of container store to find a, yeah. a thing. Like I had to I have take a the measurements. Cooler now. humidor, but it's full. Yeah. So I the reason I have not bought the advent calendar up to this point is because I don't have the room for a. Well, you can open it up. Like I mean, it's it was cool. But like what's seeing the like, fucking oh, point of today? an advent calendar? Yeah, I'm with Mark. You got to leave it intact. But you now, because this is over, maybe I buy one. Oliva that, does put a Bovida pack in theirs. Okay. Um, they don't advertise it because they weren't sure if it was going to have them or not. But they, the, we opened a couple from and the back, did. like from underneath, and they do have them in them. So, so I may buy. I, I was explaining to somebody um, the hookup I have, the wonderful hookups I have at West End with Steve and Aaron, but also with Joe and Doug. And Joe and Doug both text me like, like uh, they said, well, how do you do Year of the Rabbit? And they said, here's the deal. Joe texts me and says, I assume you're in or I see him. And we have this, we have this relationship. When he has stuff that he thinks I would be interested in, he texts me and sees if I'm, Doug does the same thing. And nine out of 10 with Doug, I take. 10 out of 10 with uh, Joe, I take. Right, because Joe, Joe understands my palate, I guess, a little better. I don't know. But like the advent calendar, I just couldn't figure out how I'd fucking keep that. Yeah, yeah. But I may get it now. You guys, I mean, I like that size. It'd be fun to... I mean, research and development needs to work a little bit better on how to make something like a little more stackable. Like it's way better than what Oliva had last year. Last year's was just comically large. Yeah, there's no... I I don't think that would even (laughs) fit my humanoid. Yeah, I don't think that's why it did. That's why it didn't sell as well as I think it... If you could put it outside of the humidor and it stay humidified, then I would buy all that because well, it'd be fun. It's technically not sealed is the problem. It's right. just a no, cardboard. Yeah, and, and even office. it has and even if it has a bow in there, once you crack it open to get one, I mean you're kind of but each, well, no, it's not sealed at all. But each so one could be matter. like a little minorly humidified. I don't know. Oh, God, no, I think I think what will end up happening up. is they'll end up figuring out how to make rows, like shelves almost where you maybe remove a tray and then the next tray's in there. Yeah. So kind of like make it the size did. of a box. Yeah. yeah. The, the, Similar the, to that. The ESV yeah. or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. So you make it the size of a box. Most people can fit a box in their humidor, right? Well, if they have a, if they have a stand up humidor. No, I mean, even the larger countertop ones, you can put a box in there. You may have to move some stuff, yeah. but it just depends on your humidor. And Hey, if you don't have one big enough, we we'll sell. sell you one. <laughs> so <laughs> take care of that too. Yeah. And if you need a cooler door, I encourage other people to do that. I'm not allowed. Did no more humidors for you, <laughs> right? And you both know that. Yeah. All right. Well, next week we'll do our top ten and music and all that other jazz. So it'll be fun. Yep. Divisive. We'll argue and bicker about lists, and I probably will not know any of your music. So, well, I listened to both y'all's music, so it's glorious, can, wasn't it? I, it was something. Glorious. It was what an album. It was. What I, an album. I really like your album. I'm surprised you didn't like mine because mine was, was, you know. Yours was all right. Yours was, yours was all right. Yours was like I was going to church. So you just don't appreciate music. I just don't like country music. It, it you is don't what, appreciate good music. It is what That's it what is. I just said. Like, will my, will my. <laughs> I will, like both of ours. Like the, ti- the title. You still of, haven't told me yours, so I haven't had a chance it to listen. It's Royal Coda. Okay. So. Well, Coda is one of my least favorite Led Zeppelin albums. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next week. Be the good. Adios. Salam,